Hello my loves, my internet besties, and welcome back to the 24th episode of Growing With The Flow podcast. So exciting to have you here, thanks for joining in. Um, I'm in a good mood actually. I'm recording this, actually <laughs> I was gonna not tell you because it's kind of makes me sound bad, but I'm recording this at 7.24 Saturday night, no Sunday night. So if you're listening to this on Monday, I literally just recorded this like probably like if you get up early like 12 hours ago um so yeah spending my evening chatting to you guys and then quickly edit it all up ready for tomorrow so yeah um how was my week this is the best time to ask me because the week is literally over oh my god guys have I got an update for you if you've been listening to the podcast since like December I feel like you're gonna love this um (laughs) oh my god I don't even know how to begin okay the ear drama, the saga that is the earring that was stuck in my ear, it's not over. I I know, I'm as shocked as you are, I'm not gonna lie. If you've been listening to, since then, if you've been listening since like December, you have been listening the same amount of time that I've had this earring stuck in my ear. You heard it right, there is still earring in my ear. Oh my god, okay. If you are new to the podcast or if you like just didn't listen to that episode, then you're probably really confused. Basically, one of my earrings got stuck in my ear, but not in the earring hole, like, actually in my ear, like, where you listen from. Um, I don't know how else to describe that, but yeah. Earring stuck in my ear, that was in, like, December. I had to go to, like, a walking clinic, then a microsuctionist, then to the hospital. Got to the hospital, they removed it, they were like, you're good to go, and I was like, okay, great, see ya, never. Like, I'm so glad this is over. And then two weeks ago, I woke up one day and my ear was blocked and I was like, hmm, funny it's the same ear, what a coincidence. And it was really annoying. I remember that day I met up with my friend Shreya and we were like reading books in the meadows and I was just telling her like, I literally, this is so annoying, like I can not, I can't properly hear you, because especially at the start, because I've had this happen to me twice, (laughs) when it first gets blocked, it's very disorientating and you don't really know what anyone's saying, you can't like hear, like it's very difficult to like, I don't know, navigate for some reason but then after like a week I feel like you adjust and after a week like I wouldn't even like obviously it's really annoying but like you don't think about it as much but that first day I was like this is so frustrating because I was with her and her flatmate like earlier in the day and I was like I just can't hear like what's going on like it's not even that you can't hear it I think it's just because you haven't got the like surround sound I don't know it's just weird anyway so then I woke up and it was blocked I was like ah that's weird um whatever I just forgot about it um and then how much longer like three days ago two days ago I went to well I think on Thursday this week I went to a micro suctionist they like have this little thing and they like suck the earwax out of your ear kind of gross but I don't know it's meant to be like if you have it like blocked or there's like a problem it's meant to be like the one of those safest ways to like remove earwax so I went to see this guy he was like aren't you the girl that got an earring stuck in your ear I was like yeah you know that's me I'm glad I've got like a wrap around here like <laughs> I was like yes <laughs> and then he was like doing all the earwax stuff and I was like do you think there's a chance it's like the earring in there still he was like no like not a chance there's no way that'll that'll be a thing I was like okay like okay I'll trust you on that one and then by the end of the appointment like half an hour later he'd been like using this little suction tool for like half an hour and he also did this thing where he like syringed water into my ear and like flushed it out but like oh my god that did not feel 
I don't even know. It was just like uncomfortable. It felt really weird. But yeah. And then at the end of the appointment, he was like, I think there's an earring still stuck in your ear. Like the same. He was like, have you put more earrings? Like, have you lost an earring? I was like, no, 100% I haven't. Because basically the first time that happened, I didn't know that it had happened. Like I genuinely had no knowing. Like I must have like lost an earring back at some point and then just like replaced it and been like, oh, probably lost it in like the shower or something. Um, but I don't remember that and then obviously since then every time it's only happened once but I had an earring with like no back and I was like oh my god where is it but I found it in my bed I know for a fact that I haven't dropped (laughs) I haven't dropped an earring in there because like I've been very conscious of that for the last six months so I think it's just a little bit left over of the old earring because when they did take it out it had like crumbled which is crazy to me because it's literally metal um but yeah, it was like crumbling, I think, because they had me put loads of like oil in my ear. I don't know. This is all getting a bit gross, but yeah. So that's what he said. And he was like, you need to go to like a doctor because I can't deal with this for you. So then I went to minor injuries this morning and not gonna lie, we had a breakdown. Of course we did. Um, I was just, the woman, like, she was so nice. She was like, I'm really sorry. Like, I can't really help you with this. Like, I don't know why you've come here. Like, this is like an ongoing problem and minor injuries is for like things that have happened in the last like 24 hours I was like okay I didn't really know that like I tried looking it up and you didn't like it was hard to work it out and I was like I'm really sorry I feel like I've wasted your time and then just ended up in like tears and she was like oh god like (laughs) she was like I don't know what to do about this girl so awkward do you know what it's actually was my saving grace was that I was wearing a mask obviously and like I looked like I was crying but like you couldn't see my whole face so it wasn't that bad it was just like my eyes were a bit red which was great because then I had to walk back through the waiting room to leave and there was like quite a lot of people in there so yeah that's how I spent my Sunday morning this morning it was really fun I got home at like 1 30 p.m and I left at like quarter past 10 <laughs> so it was quite a long time quite the day and then I got home and I was like I still have so much to do today like I wanted to go to the gym I I was in the charge of making tea because it's father's day and my dad had requested sushi so obviously that takes a little bit of time um I also need to record and edit this podcast I was like I really don't want to be spending loads of time at minor injuries today but whatever it's all done now and I'm gonna go to the hospital like she said that I need to just go to A&E instead but like to me it's like I don't want to just turn up at A&E because in my head this isn't that big of a deal like I'm scared they're going to be like, why are you here? Like, I don't know. I feel like I have this weird thing in my head where I'm like, I'm wasting everyone's time, like going to the doctors or going to like A&E or whatever. And I should just suck it up at home. But like, she was literally like, you need to go to A&E. So I'm going to do that. Not, not tomorrow. I could have done it today, but I was like, I was just sat in my car, like in floods of tears, like, let's just go home. (laughs) I'm not really feeling this. Um, And I'm actually going away tomorrow for like two days. So I won't be able to go. Monday or Tuesday but Wednesday's plans if you were wondering what I'm up to on Wednesday I will be going to A&E <laughs> to get this removed somehow I don't even know she was like saying that I'm probably gonna have to go on antibiotics afterwards like in case there's been like an infection or anything which oh I really don't want to do that I hope that she's wrong and that I don't have to do that because antibiotics are like really and I'm not no actually I don't even want to say it. I was just gonna say like I feel like antibiotics make sure tell me like really sensitive afterwards because it like kills all the good bacteria and obviously like for the greater cause it's worth it but like I really really don't want to go on antibiotics so pray for me is all I'm gonna say but yeah that's my ear drama the earring is still in my ear which is great me and that earring have 
been bonded for like six plus months almost seven months now because I remember that my ear was blocked on Christmas day so that's like the 25th of December and it's like the 20 20th of June now so that's like six full months <laughs> wait no that would be seven would that be se- that would be seven months oh my god I'm dying okay what else this week I also went on my trip to Folkestone I feel like I've spoken about it in my last YouTube video so I'm not really gonna go over it but that was really really fun we went camping camping is such a fun time we used to go every year when we were kids so it's like really nostalgic to me and (laughs) yeah it was just so pretty we got like the best weather possible it was so hot right by the beach like the campsite was literally like a 30 second walk down to the beach and the view from our tent was like literally the sea we got to see France like it was right on the edge of England like where you can see France our phones even changed to like French time while we were there which was crazy um and yeah it was such a fun trip and I'm so glad that we like got to go and even just doing things in the UK is still so so fun other than that I've just been like chilling at home I went to the gym I was gonna say quite a bit I only went like three times that's a decent amount um I met up with some new people this week, which is so exciting. I went out with Grace Booth Grackle on Thursday and we just sat, we went to this really lovely cafe. I got like some avocado toast and it was so fun to just chat. Like, oh, it's so cool meeting other people who like make videos and stuff because I haven't really ever done that. Um, And then on Friday, I went to London, I went to Mildred's and then to the National Gallery with Jade, Unjaded Jade, and we just chatted for literally, like, we were together, I'm not even kidding, like, I don't even know how this happened, when I was leaving, I was like, oh, it's probably like 5pm, I hadn't gone on my phone, obviously, Um, so I looked down at my phone and I was like, oh my god, because it was 7pm and we met at 1, that's a long time to chat to somebody, like, I don't know it was such a good conversation like it was really really lovely to meet her and yeah it was fun to meet new people this week today's obviously father's day I just gave my dad his presents he enjoyed them obviously my brother's not here he's still at uni so I had to carry the whole event which to be honest I'm used to (laughs) um and yeah also Handmaid's Tale is out tonight at 9 p.m channel 4 I am so incredibly excited if you're from the U.S fuck you because you get all of the best tv before everyone else i'm we're literally like 20 years behind here why is everything come out for you so much earlier it's so annoying but anyway the first episode of season four is airing today at 9 p.m i believe i'm so excited to watch it i'm planning on like getting their podcast all edited before then hopefully so i can just sit and enjoy actually that's probably not enough time Nah, I'll make it happen, I'll make it happen. I'm so excited to watch it. I am a huge fan. I've watched one series one, two, and three. I watched them all like as they came out and oh, it's just such a good show. It's so at points like hard to watch, but it's so moving. I remember I cried at the last episode of season three and oh my god. Just so so good. My gratitudes for this week. I've actually put that it was a little bit colder. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday were incredibly hot like 24 degrees so so hot perfect for my holiday but then Thursday we've had so much rain it's dropped down to like 15 17 degrees um and honestly it's really I don't want to say it because I know I always wish everything away but I'm so it made me so excited for autumn like just to wear like cute autumn clothes and like big comfy oversized things and it's really nice actually being in the house and just being comfortable with the temperature because 
when it's 24 degrees here like I know that's not hot for a lot of other countries but it really is hot for the UK and like our houses aren't built for it like our houses are built to keep the heat in you know like it never used to get that hot here so I remember last summer it was like 32 degrees some days and like that was insane so I'm I, I'm really happy about the hot weather but I'm also taking a nice a liking to the cooler weather and like the rain and stuff it is really cozy when I the day that I met Jade it was literally like pouring and me and Grace were actually meant to go on a walk and then we were like screw this because it was so rainy <laughs> um, and we just got food and then my second gratitude is meeting new people I feel like this is kind of a rarity in my life these days like I was trying to think like when's the last time I met somebody new and I honestly couldn't I couldn't think of anything like I had tutorials last semester so I met like some people there but not really because then we would just go to the tutorial and then go home you know um and like I didn't get to do sport this year cheer I normally meet like a lot of new people with that so yeah actually I haven't really met like new people in person for so long and it was really fun so my wins for the week I've put I've just like banging on about meeting new people but I've written like obviously like meeting someone new I feel like I'm relatively good at like I'm not too shy most of the time and I feel like I'm like I know I can talk I know that I firstly as well because the people I was meeting I knew I was going to get on with because I know like what they're about and I knew that like I was gonna like to chat about that sort of thing so I feel like I, I wasn't like nervous or anything but you know when you're like it's an hour before you're on the train and you're like shit I am a little bit nervous right now um so I'm gonna give that to myself as a win for the week because I don't know just me like three years ago would have been shocked so <laughs> and then my second win is just that I made sushi today I like making sushi it does take a little bit of time but other than that it's not hard but I couldn't really think of any wins so Okay, I just had to take a breath. I feel like I was talking really fast and I was getting out of breath. <laughs> so embarrassing. Today's episode is going to be all about living sustainably. And I want to talk a lot about like, I've written down a rough plan of like the topics I want to talk about. And I want to cover lots of things around living sustainably that aren't actually like things you can do. And then I've also made a list of things like rough things that I feel like our good mindset shifts and things we can do to kind of like aid the planet a little bit better but I feel like the most part of this episode is going to be a little bit more of like just a chat around the topic so living sustainably what does that mean to me I think it means being having like a small impact on the planet living in a way where you're not creating tons of co2 tons of waste tons of you know tons of harm to the planet in your life um before I say anything I do want to talk about obviously how much privilege there is in taking care with these sorts of things um being able to choose between different products or shifting away from fast fashion or you know loads of these things there is so much privilege in being able to make those changes you know these things are often more expensive buying like eco-friendly washing up liquid and things like that it's always more expensive and I do want to say that like yeah I definitely recognize that and 
not much of this episode is going to be tips but I don't want anyone to feel bad or feel as though they aren't doing enough if that's just out of your reach right now um yeah like I don't I I really don't want anyone to feel to feel that way and yeah that's all I want to say I also kind of want to touch on the privilege of having to think about this stuff I guess does that make sense like for example being like oh I really need to cut down on like the amount of clothes I'm buying like it's a real privilege to have that as a problem you know like oh my problem is that I I buy too much fast fashion well that's good that you're recognizing it but also important to recognize that like like I'm very lucky to need to try and buy less clothes you know like that's ridiculous how you know do you get what I'm saying hopefully you do um but I just want to be careful because I know that like obviously everyone listening is in different positions and in different countries things are really different so yeah hopefully that makes sense I also want to say I did a whole podcast episode on fast fashion I'm not really going to touch on that in this episode just because I've spoken about it already um that one was a lot more about like actually like a deep dive into the issue and stuff whereas this is going to be more of a conversation around it recently in like recent years maybe like the last like five ten years being sustainable eco-friendly you know buzzword after buzzword has become very trendy and brands are you know catching on to that and trying to capitalize I think one of the biggest problems in in this area is that like it's very difficult to work out what is an eco-friendly thing to buy and what is just a bad thing to buy hiding as something eco-friendly and obviously living sustainably isn't all about just like decisions we have when buying things but that is a big part of it and this has become a trend it's like you know it's cool to like have a tote bag and like like tote bags are like the epitome of trendy right now and I feel like the reason that tote bags came became a thing like they're like shoppers you know like to go buy your food shopping in um it's funny because like in some ways I think it's really cool that this has become like mainstream and like cool to do like it's cool to be seen doing this and you know perform it um but I also think that like it's in some ways dangerous because it's very easy you know to like perform living sustainably without actually making any proper changes that are going to have a proper impact um and I guess I'll get into that I also wrote down how interesting it is that like I guess our grandparents are super sustainable you know like maybe they use plastic bags but they keep them they use them a hundred times you know I feel like everything like every book my grandma's ever bought is from a charity shop you know like everything she wears she will repair with like sewing and stuff if like it breaks um everything she wears she's had for years um and kind of like and so on and so on like they just are sustainable in the least glamorous way and I really think this links back into sort of like sustainability becoming trendy because it's it's an issue when you know you're performing something you're like using your tote bag maybe and maybe you're buying something from a more sustainable brand clothing wise but the things that I guess are having a big impact like the things that maybe a lot of our grandparents or even our parents are doing those things aren't as glamorous um you know not going on holiday it's not glamorous you know not driving anywhere and like walking all the time and like having inconvenient longer routes getting public transport it's it's not that glamorous 
lots of sustainable living isn't romantic or aesthetic in the way that the trends are portraying it and I think that where the trends do this movement disservice is because so much of it is left out you know going on you know like a little trip along the Amalfi coast and taking loads of pictures of you and your little bikinis and like your little cocktails and you're jumping in the sea and all of that that's romantic that's Pinterest shit you know and trust me I want to go next chance I get to go to the Amalfi coast safely I am there like literally I promise you like click your fingers and I am there and I think that's important to say actually is that like I'm gonna be chatting around this topic and talking about things but like by no means am I anywhere near perfection and I don't think anyone is and like I guess I'm mixing up all my points now but like we were born into this world this world isn't made for sustainable living like the society that we live in for the most part is not made for sustainable living and it's okay to admit that and it's okay to be like I'm finding this particular thing really difficult or I'm finding this especially hard for me the thing I think this is just a random thing um I love driving I do take public transport a lot especially in London like I would never drive in London but if I'm just going to the supermarket I love to drive I love it I genuinely enjoy it so much I would love someday to have an electric car but um I mean like right now that would require like the hugest loan ever (laughs) um and yeah that's just an example of things that like obviously aren't as accessible as as they could be and like hopefully someday we'll get there um yeah another thing that I struggle with is buying food that isn't in plastic like I like to go to Lidl that's like my local favorite supermarket in Edinburgh I like to go there and do my whole food shop and sometimes they don't have a certain item not in plastic like I'm pretty sure broccoli is one of them like you just have to buy it in plastic and they don't sell it otherwise or like spinach yes maybe there are other shops and you know like those refill stations and cool places like that um but those are more expensive and it's I just that's one of the things I find hard to like switch between I try to avoid plastic and like plastic wrapping wherever I can but it's just one of those things that comes back to bite you a little bit because it feels difficult to spend more money on the same product um especially when that's one of the things I guess maybe this is like maybe something like bad about me but like no one's gonna know no one's ever gonna find out that you bought you know a fancy broccoli and waitrose that didn't have plastic you, you have to do that just for you and then it comes down to starting to think well is that gonna have that much of an impact like that one bro- broccoli wrapper like how much is that going to really help the greater the grander scheme of things and I'm going to talk about this later but I think just doing what you can where you can um and where it where it like makes sense I guess is important like real change I think like huge 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 change is going to need to come from like the institutions like the government big companies um people like Amazon and you know, that sort of thing, not individuals, you know, not me and you, I still think we can have a huge impact, I hate the rhetoric around, like, oh, nothing you do will have a change, nothing you can do will ever, like, make a proper, nothing you can do will make a proper change, you know, I hate that, because it's like, well, I want to feel like, like I can make a difference, and I feel like we can, I definitely feel like we can, and, like, as I'm going to go into those things later on, like, I think those are things that we can genuinely do to live a more sustainable life but I think 
where we really really need to put the pressure is is on like governments and these huge huge brands like that have like most of the entire wealth of the world you know they're the ones that need to make big changes if like for example this is just a I guess a silly example but like in the UK you can't sell a plastic bag that isn't 5p or more you can't have like like in in like Tesco in like a supermarket when you get to the checkout the plastic bags have to cost at least 5p and it's only 5p you know but it does put you off and I personally don't actually ever feel like I want to buy those anyway because I don't know what to use them for after and like I always have tote bags on me but like I genuinely have seen people like in my life been like oh it's 5p for a bag I'll just carry it home or oh I'll just try and squash it in my bag and then maybe they bring a tote bag next week and maybe it needs to be more than 5p you know maybe 5p isn't enough like it's that thing of like um laws for rich people aren't laws they're just like it doesn't mean anything who I can't remember who it was but like one of the people like um that it was Jeff Bezos but I can't remember Jeff Bezos um I think it was him he parked his car or like parked like 10 cars actually maybe I'm making this all up but something about someone who's extremely rich parking their cars all over like in New York or LA or somewhere where there's like really high parking tickets um and just doing them not even paying the like the the toll or whatever it is what do you call that like the parking meter um and not paying that because it doesn't matter if he gets the fine like it could it doesn't matter at all and there's this thing you can do I think it's Jeff Bezos but like I saw a TikTok of it where you can like try to spend his money and this girl was putting in like they have like items on it and then his total like like money that he has um and she was putting in like 400 Ferraris and it was making like not even a dent like it was crazy how much money he has like it's hard to even like fathom I think but like seeing that TikTok of that like that thing where you can like see his money and then there's loads of objects like Ferraris and like mansions and things like that and it's like she bought like 20 mansions and it's like it barely went down so it's just really really crazy to think about how much money some people have and I know that's like a very small handful of people I guess on a smaller scale the 5p bag charge like maybe it needs to be higher to like affect more people but then at the same time you don't want to put it too high because some people like if you don't have you get what I mean you don't want to make it too high so I think that's a good example maybe of like something that an institution has done that is gonna have like an actual impact and you can genuinely see like I've genuinely seen so many people in my life like start using those bags for life or like having a tote bag with them or like if you're just buying like a couple things just carrying them home because you have to pay 5p and it's not that much you'd think everyone would just pay it but they don't that was just like an example and I think there could be so much more done like like offering everything to be sold plastic free like you have to offer everything in plastic or like a tax on the amount of plastic and things and I don't know this is just a small small thing I know they're also like increasing the congestion charge zone in London like there's an area like in the center of London where you have to pay per day if you want to drive there just to like reduce the number of people driving in that area and then they're making it into a bigger area so that will like stop people driving as much um and I think that's a that's kind of good right like it'll mean more people use public transport hopefully they invest more in public transport so it can be like even better yeah I know there's some cities like LA I feel like 
has so much traffic and I feel like it's because they don't have a good public transport system and I don't know if they have a congestion charge like maybe they do but I don't know just feels crazy so yeah my point was (laughs) institutions need to have these big changes and what we can do to like help that is vote you know put your money where your mouth is and next time there's an election look at the policies each party has for um environmental things and what they're planning on doing regarding like the climate crisis and yeah because these things will have a big impact on the world like I feel like so so huge okay other another point that I've written down is the idea that signing up to trying the idea that signing up to trying opens you up for criticism and I see this especially online now this obviously isn't that big of an issue I just thought I'd touch on it because it's interesting I feel like if you say online I don't buy fast fashion you're gonna get you're gonna trip up at some point you're gonna you know find yourself in a pickle you need something quickly and you're gonna give in you're gonna buy something from fast fashion or you're gonna buy something secondhand that's fast fashion and then people are gonna you know question about that and you know there's you can't be perfect with it and same thing goes for like oh I'm plastic free or like I'm zero waste or all of these things like if you say online that you you know you're signing up to try and be better we are suddenly held to these extreme you know I I feel like a better example maybe is like people saying they're vegan or they're cutting down on like meat consumption and stuff and then maybe they eat one thing even by accident or they just you know they're at someone's house and they're eating something else and it's like I think anything we do or we try to do as you know as a population is is a good thing and I think all this like policing around like living a better you know sustainable life is actually it's just counterproductive to me because like if you for instance start getting messages like saying you're not doing enough or like you you need to do this better in a way that like isn't you know positively constructive I feel like that makes you resent or like it makes you not want to share the things you are doing because you know it opens you up for more criticism like if you went vegan but you were you know thought that maybe once or you know once a month maybe you were gonna slip up you might not want to share that then because you're scared people are gonna see you slip up and call you out for it and I feel like obviously calling out for certain things is needed and I don't I feel like I'm trying to like give everything I say like 10 disclaimers but like hopefully you you get the gist you get you get what I'm trying to say the trying to be better isn't ever going to be perfect and if you see someone make a mistake or you see somebody you know like try try and try and fail like hopefully give them the benefit of the doubt is definitely the stance I try and take anyway so yeah I feel like that's really really hard and even like I can imagine in school if you were like oh I'm vegan now and then the next week you eating one thing like people are going to be like oh why why are you eating that you're vegan like what are you doing and I just think as a society we kind of like criticize a lot and it doesn't help you know it doesn't help the movement and I know for like sometimes I think that comes from a place of jealousy like if you for example vegan but you really want to eat meat all you want to do is eat meat you miss it so much and then you see your friend be like oh I'm going to be vegan now as well and you're like great okay we can be vegan together and then they slip up one time 
and eat meat I feel like a little bit of you would be jealous that that they got to have that experience and even if it doesn't fit with your morals or what you want I think that's sometimes why people call each other out because because we're jealous you know of other people and you know they've given up on something or like they've slipped up on something and they've gotten to do something that realistically you want to do too so kindness spreading kindness okay right we're moving on to the things we can do now this isn't going to be a list of you know start buying metal straws whatever um that kind of (laughs) you know Neve said something so funny the other day and it had me in actual fits of laughter like we I was just watching tv with my mum and I was like cracking up so we were talking about our laptops that got stolen like we got burgled this semester and both of our laptops got stolen and um I don't know how it came up but she was like oh I hope that like your new laptop is like your new laptop owner is like enjoying your laptop like haha funny and then she was like and I hope that my my old laptop is enjoying its new life as a metal straw (laughs) because her laptop was like really old and just like about to break anyway (laughs) so it's obviously like they must have stolen it and been like this is a piece of shit why did we steal and that she's like joking around about it being a metal straw now I don't know why that literally like really tickled me I was like cracking up at that (laughs) um okay so into the things we can do that aren't just buying metal straws The first one is think before you buy, be intentional, think secondhand and I think this, you know, if you're buying something, think do I need this, do I need to buy it here, could I buy it somewhere in a better, from a better source, if you can't, that's fine. Someone sends you some flowers and you're like, oh I want to get a vase, like I could get, I, I need a vase for these think could could you buy that second hand yes vases are such an easy thing to buy in charity shops they're really cute and probably like literally 70p so I think just like thinking a little bit about like oh maybe I could buy that second hand and that goes for like clothes that goes for so many things that you might like kind of want or need around the house and yeah just just like really putting that intention behind the things you're buying guys I'm sorry there's a fox in my garden and I think a fox attacked my cat. He had to go to the vet like a few weeks ago. We don't know what happened, but like something happened to his paw. We think it was a fox or like, I don't know. The foxes seem really nice, but like, and they are beautiful, aren't they? I'm looking one right in the eyes right now. But they don't give a fuck. I'm like, please leave. (laughs) They're just like, no. He's looking me right in the eye. Uh, Yeah, be intentional with what you're buying and think think it fully through okay second one live simply this is the hardest one for me i think so like travel less walk more places just like i guess be less extravagant in a way because those things like air miles and like you know going to these like crazy places like it's not the best for the environment and i'm not gonna sit here and say that i'm not gonna travel like at all like i know (laughs) i'm I'm definitely not but like I feel like just thinking it through like thinking is there a, a way I could take a train instead or um travel somewhere closer to home like could you take one trip within your country as opposed to outside your country like especially this year with like the pandemic and stuff I've been like forced to take more trips well not that I haven't before but you know what I mean like 
take more trips within the UK and it's been great I've had a great time and again I recognize like so much privilege being having to be like stop going on all these holidays you know like it's just so crazy to even have to like sit yourself down and tell yourself that but I do think that does have like a big impact on the environment um next one I put is like think about your diet those things that you eat are things you buy all the time and if you can even have like one meal a week that's even just vegetarian um I know for some people that's like a crazy thought so like just whatever you can do one day a week vegan if you can or like maybe you're vegan at home or you're vegan in restaurants or whatever it is um anything you can do I've done a whole episode on veganism and literally like half of it was just me talking about why not everyone can be vegan and that's okay but if you are able to make any changes in your diet like there's another fox now what a nightmare um yeah if you can make any changes towards like a more eco-friendly diet and also i want to note that like vegan doesn't equal eco-friendly like there are so many things that have been shipped from like so far away i think it was like asparagus or something it's like got a really high carbon footprint um and you're better off eating like local foods than eating that even if the local foods aren't vegan something like that i saw that in a tv show and yeah so maybe like look into it think about buying things locally we get like a box of vegetables delivered a local farm and it's just whatever happens to be in season it's like you don't pick you just get a box and that's that's what you get we get that like once a week um and that's really great because those fruits and vegetables are locally grown haven't had like a long drive or anything or like air miles and it's what's in season as well so that's like even better and obviously again I know that that's not accessible to everybody like I wouldn't do that at uni you know um but if if it's something you can think about then yeah maybe think about it next thing I've written is think about who you vote for like I think this again this is going to have like one of the biggest impacts that you could possibly have if like a government was really pushing like you know working on climate change so yeah vote with that in that in mind okay next one is a bit random but I've put like spend time in nature and appreciate the the actual you know the world that we have because I feel like the more you appreciate like the nature you know the more you swim like if you get to swim in like a really clean ocean like that makes you really think about like okay so this is why I want to save the planet this is why I want to like maintain this and like just not take so much from our planet like we're all so greedy aren't we so so greedy so yeah spend some time in nature go on a nice walk I do I I need to work on this as well but like really learn like why the environment is worth saving I guess (laughs) um next one is think about your waste so if you you know if you don't have a food waste bin maybe you could try and get one I know in the UK we have to be offered them like if you email the council it's normally quite easy um they'll send you one so that's like a good thing that you can do um just so you're not putting like your food in with everything else and then think about like if you're doing a food shop maybe try and reach for things that are loose and not in plastic packaging again if it's not a possibility then that that's okay but like just having that thought in the back of your head if you finish something that was in a glass jar can you use that jar for something else like have you got another purpose we have these like you know those goo desserts there's like little cheesecakes in a 
in a like a jar um they're so great they are really bougie like fancy I bought them a couple times at uni it's like a big treat um but whenever I finish one I keep the glass jar and I use that it's very it's a very shallow glass jar it's not like a proper jar it's just like a little dish maybe um and it's just like one portion of cheesecake (laughs) if you haven't had them um they're firstly they're fucking fire so if you ever see them I recommend I the chocolate one is better than the salted caramel in my opinion there's a chocolate one and a salted caramel one that are vegan um I really recommend the chocolate one but the salted caramel is also good but yeah those little jars I keep them and then I put soy sauce in them for if I'm having sushi or if I'm having like gyoza or bao buns like it's good to have like something to like decant your um soy sauce into so you can dip it and that's just like an example of something that you can keep and use for an actual purpose and I feel like there are so many examples like if you buy I never would but if you, if you buy like a soap that's in a glass jar like you could use that for like a little flower or something like try yeah just like when you're buying things like think about if you'll be able to repurpose whatever it's in and then next one I've written is make some swaps so this is kind of like your metal straw your what's those like those loofers that are made of like I don't know some sort of like plant I don't know Neve has one of those um like a washing up sponge she has that's made of like I don't even know what it's made of but I would really recommend the site Clean Market London I've bought quite a lot of stuff from them I have this like washing up not washing up um laundry egg which honestly is the best investment I've ever made I bought it like months ago I've never had to you know like I haven't really had to refill it yet so I've had ever since then every wash like I haven't had to spend any money which is great um and it's like a plastic egg and it has these little pellets in it and you put it in the wash with your clothes and then you don't need to use um detergent or fabric conditioner you just need this egg and then you re so it's like a plastic egg but you're reusing it over and over again and then you refill it with more pellets when you finish it probably is more expensive I'm not even sure because obviously once you've bought one like it does last a long time but yeah clean market London they have loads of like cool sustainable things like that that you can just buy and even if you don't buy them I like it's cool to look and see like what the alternatives are out there because like plastic like sponges for washing up those kind of things you don't really think about but like that is quite a lot of plastic waste so yeah just maybe make some swaps if you're able to and then the last thing I've put is don't hold yourself to high perfect standards nobody is perfect and nobody is going to get this 100% right but anything you can do if you listen to this episode and make like one change I'm so happy that that would be amazing so like yeah don't hold yourself to high standards don't get yourself down either like if you you know slip up or you, you make a mistake or whatever like if you try and go vegan and then you eat a meal that isn't vegan like it's just actually counterproductive to then be upset about it like just move past it like it's happened it's in the past like that we don't need to be perfectionists about this sort of thing okay so those are all the points that I had written down I have written down a final thought that this is a Native American proverb and I thought I'd read it because I found it on Pinterest and it spoke to me I enjoyed it okay we do not inherit the earth from our ancestors we borrow it from our children guys isn't that good we borrow it from our children and that's so it's such an interesting way of thinking about things I was like I don't know I just liked that and it's a nice reminder so yeah I hope you enjoyed this episode hopefully you took something away from it um and if not just a good old chat so yeah 
wish me luck with my ear problems um someday they will be solved i promise someday (laughs) someday hopefully next week i'll have an update that i went to the hospital and everything was great so yeah thank you so much for sticking around and listening to the podcast it means the world to me i was looking through the reviews the other day and there are so many new ones so thank you so much if you've left me a review that means like the world and they're all so so sweet so yeah just thank you so much i love you and yeah have a nice week i hope you enjoyed the episode and i'll catch you next monday (laughs) 